0: Hello, hello, and welcome to another edition of Wander and Muse, the podcast for creatives to offer them a platform to share their philosophies, tips, stories, and leave their legacy behind. Today's episode, I'm actually flying solo because I want to recap the 17 episodes that I recorded in 2023. This was such a a fun project for me to start, and it has developed into something more than I ever even imagined. When I recorded my very first episode in August of 2023 with artist Carrie Side, I remember thinking, well, I'll go ahead and record an episode and see how it goes, and see if this even turns into anything. And it has. Since then, I've recorded a total of 17 episodes. And each time, I feel like I've learned something new. I feel inspired to create something. And I'm really hoping that the listeners take that away each time, too. I want the listeners to at least try to create something, whether they're writing or painting, or gosh, it really can be anything. They can be crocheting something like it doesn't even matter, but just creating something. So you leave a little piece of yourself behind in the world, whether it is actually something tangible or something that simply inspires someone else because they heard about it, Uh, just really, hoping that people's creative juices and their hope and their willingness to just try something new whether it's perfect or not doesn't matter just that they're following through so with this episode i want to recap the recordings i did in 2023 and just to you know give another little shout out to these People who are leaving the world a better place because of their existence in it. So let's begin. First, though, I do want to say head over to wanderandmuse.world, wanderandmuse.world. And that way you can listen to all the episodes in their entirety and see the pictures of these creators, just so it's kind of fun to put a face to a name sometimes. And if you are a creator and would like to be on Season 2 of the Wander and Muse podcast, please contact me. You can email me at heather at wanderandmuse.world, and I will positively email you back. And um, I would love to really continue this and hear other people's stories and tips and philosophies and inspirations. So definitely reach out to me. And as you may know, I also have been promoting um, a few events. Uh, Some are still ongoing, like Wolf Bowarts, the Wobo show at the Scoundrel and Scamp Theater. And uh, we wrapped up the Arizona Friends of Tibet, Tibetan Film Festival, that was at The Loft in Tucson. We wrapped that up in October. Uh, but I would love to be doing more of that. And I've also been doing some freelance writing, but I definitely have room for more. Uh, I am a part-time content strategist for an advertising agency in town, Tagline Media. Uh, we can help you there too. But I definitely love you know juggling many things at once. That is just my style. So... Back to the podcast because this is yet something else that I love to juggle. So, first up, Carrie Side. Now, Carrie has a formal art education. Uh, she went to uh, RISD, Rhode Island School of Design, and then on uh, to get her master's as well. She actually even taught a little bit at the University of Arizona. So, Carrie Side has had a lengthy career and um, has had much success. Uh, I've been to, gosh, at least a few of her art openings, and I know that there are more to come. So, definitely check out uh, Carrie Sai. She also does uh, personal coaching. Uh, she has some really great out-of-the-box ideas to help people to, uh, you know, break out of their, <laughs> their, their ruts and really tap into their natural abilities and figure out a way to Uh, make the best of their career and their life in general. So uh, definitely check out Carrie's side. She was such an interesting person to talk to. Next up, it was Tamara Scott Anderson. She started actually, um, in interior design. And that's how I first met her and she owned contents interiors. But then later in life, she branched out kind of returned truly into the uh, being an artist again and really creating. She's all about found object artwork. Uh, she works a lot with fibers and her artwork has been shown mostly in Tucson. Uh, and so she's definitely a cool person to follow, Tamara Scott Anderson. And I love talking to her just because it really goes to show that you may start as one career path, and then you come to a fork in the road and take another, and then another fork in the road, take another, but then you can still actually circle back to what you were originally interested in too, and that's exactly what she did. So I really enjoyed talking to her, and just her energy is great and her ideas are great. So um, that's definitely worth listening to again if you haven't heard that podcast uh, in full or haven't heard it for a while. Definitely check out Fiber Artist Hammer Scott Anderson. And next up, I interviewed photographer Ray Cleveland. I've always liked his style. He is very much about Tucson landmarks, like that neon saguaro, and then also very much about landscapes and lightning, very much a storm chaser, and his photography has just advanced so quickly. And I know he always creates a calendar. So if you still need your 2024 calendar, check out Ray Cleveland's calendar. Gorgeous Tucson landscapes. Another fun um, photography there. He also does even wedding photography. So if, if that's up your avenue, then reach out to photographer Ray Cleveland. I really enjoy talking to him. And it was interesting to hear how he was actually a computer you know, programmer and coder. And you think, gosh, that doesn't seem like a very creative, artistic thing. But the more I, I hear about it, it actually is. They end up finding these creative problem solving with the solutions, also the patterns that are created with coding. So it's interesting to hear that he went from that to photography. But that how there's also a little bit of overlap too. So Definitely check out photographer Ray Cleveland. Next was an artist I'd actually met through uh, another artist who actually has passed away. Um, But this man, Al Glan, does these large scale metal sculptures. I mean, I'm talking large, (laughs) like they're the type of things that are fantastic in, say, a hotel lobby. Uh, or in you know a sculpture garden or a business that has really cool big artwork in the lobby that's where these really uh, find their place he does horses he does all sorts of different animals and creatures and he too started actually as a graphic designer um, had a career as a professor and then one day he really thought you know what I'm gonna make the switch and become a full-time artist and he uh even did that as a family man and still managed to, you know, keep food on the table. So I really loved hearing about his work ethic and how he truly, you know, was nose to the grindstone eight hours a day as an artist, but that is how he, you know, was a successful artist. And it was exciting because when I interviewed him, his very first solo, uh, museum show, uh, was about to happen. So, that was a very exciting time for him, uh, and he was just a great person to talk to, just very down-to-earth, and has such a cool style with these large-scale metal sculptures. Next, I spoke with Wolf Bowart, who I originally met through an, an event that I was promoting, then, then that person connected me to him. Uh, because he's putting on the Wobo show at the Scoundrel and Scamp Theater. Uh, He's already had three other performances, but there are three more that are about to happen. The first Saturday in February, April, and May at the Historic Y in downtown Tucson. And it truly is the type of performances that are perfect for a three-year-old, a 30-year-old, a 60-year-old and a 103-year-old. And I'm not even just saying that. It's the truth. The comedy, yet it has sweetness to it. It's um, very interactive with the audience, usually. It's thought-provoking. He's smart and fun, and uh, I definitely would recommend not only listening to the podcast interview, because you really hear about his path and how he's performed in 22, it's either 22 or 26 uh, international stages like truly has traveled the world entertaining the masses in all different language you know people with all different languages still find the humor because he 's such this physical performer, and he was even talking about how uh different countries responded differently, whether they saved their applause to the end or what some found funny and others did not or that sort of thing. so I really enjoyed talking to him, so definitely. Go back to listen to the physical performer Wolf Beowert podcast when you have a chance, and then I next I spoke with Martin Fontes, and he is a chef. Basically, he learned most of what he knows from his grandmother. He still uses his grandmother's recipes, and he worked at El Charo, which is uh, the longest-standing restaurant in Tucson, the most historic restaurant. And since then, for many years now, he has been the owner of Martín's Comida Chingona uh, on 4th Avenue, historic 4th Avenue in downtown Tucson. And his food is just phenomenal. And when you think Mexican food, sometimes you think, oh, heavy, you know, oh. But no, his a lot is even vegan. Uh, It's delicious. He's very health conscious when it comes to Mexican food. And uh, he just has a big personality. And it was so interesting just to hear how, you know, out of the health for his mother, he really made these alterations in these classic recipes, which truly the taste is out of this world. So your homework assignment is to A, listen to the podcast where I interviewed Martin Fontes And then right after that, you need to go to Martin's Comida on 4th Avenue and get yourself an amazing meal because you will not regret it. Next, I spoke with writer and editor Elena Acoba, who had just recently retired. And I loved hearing about just her whole path and parts of it that she loved and parts of it that she needed to change. And... Her personal philosophies about writing and how to make it as a freelancer, and she just has such a great spirit, a super talented writer, and has written about so many different things, interviewed so many people. She actually even interviewed me. We were trying to figure it out when it first was. Gosh, and I think now it must have been at least 20 years ago, if not more like 25 years ago, when I was making a living as an artist and she interviewed me for a story for the newspaper. So that was fun to, to reminisce about that a little bit. Next was interior designer, Michelle Carnes, and she just has such a cool style and such a fun, you know, just philosophy about life and how you should feel in your home and why it is so important to have good interior design in your home and how, even though she has this very modern, feel generally speaking there's still earth elements in it so it's not that cold modern it's just more like that sleek sophisticated modern but with this comfortable uh, earthiness to it as well so she's had a fantastic career as an interior designer and has uh, branched out on her own fairly recently and is doing really well so if you know anyone who could use her services definitely check out and everyone I'm talking about When you listen to their podcasts, whether you go to Spotify or Apple Podcasts or any of those podcast platforms, simply search for Wander and Muse with Heather, Wander and Muse with Heather, and it will list all the podcasts that I've mentioned and the the ones I'm about to mention, and it gives a write-up. For each of the creators, and it also gives, generally speaking, it gives their uh, social media handles and their website URL. So that is such a good way for you to really get a true look and feel for what they're creating, and um, if you want to contact them, that's the best way to contact them as well. Next was Jennifer Richard. It was exciting time, the timing of this as well, because she was finishing building a yurt at the Santa Rita Lodge where since then has given a few different wellness retreats and yoga workshops and that sort of thing. But it was so cool to hear her story from going from a mom and always being, you know, very active athlete doing triathlons and all sorts of, you know, long distance runs and really switching up a little bit to have her career be related to uh, health as well. So she went from a massage therapist to yoga instructor and now these very uh, all-encompassing wellness retreats in the gorgeous setting of the Santa Rita Lodge. So it was really just perfect timing to be talking to her because of this next big step, having the yurt. So she has this dedicated space for these wellness retreats. So definitely check out Jennifer Richard's uh, Wellness Retreats. Next was Lex Jurassic, who's just so much fun and has a super colorful, uh, lively artwork that you think, oh, it's all about happy, happy. But once you talk to her, you realize the true root of the story behind them. And some of it is even a little dark, which, makes it makes me like it even more that it's not just these happy pretty flowers there's a lot more going on (laughs) to it than that and there's a lot going on with her too she's super smart super creative and is a dedicated artist who really commits to spending eight hours a day in her studio and just really repeating what she's doing again and again and again to truly master it and uh, i i love where she's come from and i'm excited to see how her artwork continues to evolve as she does it over the years so definitely check out visual artist lex jurassic she her artwork may still be at five points uh, in tucson so go ahead and check it out you can check out her website it'll it'll mention the dates for that i believe it may still be at five points so check it out next up was Don Guerra from Barrio Bread. Now he has had such an interesting story. And boy, I I almost felt not worthy to have him on my podcast because the amount of big time press he has had, you know, New York Times, Chicago Tribune, I mean, a James Beard Award winner uh, after being a nominee, uh, at least a couple of times he was a winner. uh, I thought, gosh, you know, is, is he, Got to think my brand new Wander and Muse podcast is too small potatoes for him now. But no, because he's such a cool guy, totally down to earth. And I actually have known him for many years. Uh, He used to be the uh, physical education teacher at the school where both my daughters went. So I've known him uh, for such a long time and loved talking to him and really loved hearing about how his parents are kind of back in the loop. With his uh, brand new location um, and how he's working with the Hayden flour mills and that whole story behind that, so he's you know such such a cool person, and I love talking to him and even though I feel that i I know him pretty well, I still learn new things after talking to him on the podcast, so definitely listen to that podcast again uh, or listen to it if you haven't already uh, next up was Martha. Uh, Ritalik. Uh, she's a nature photographer and a writer. And she's someone who I'd only met very briefly once. Uh, and she reached out to me. And the more I talked to her, when I, the more I thought, you yeah, know, she's just such a cool lady because she made the best of the pandemic. Here she was at home, like a lot of us in 2020. And she thought, you know, I'm going to teach myself how to use this new camera And boy, did she. And then she turned those photos of her yard and all these like really gorgeous um, photos of macro shots of flowers and a lot of the desert vegetation around here, flora and fauna, um, and turned it into a book that includes recipes. And I, I just I love that she definitely made lemonade out of lemons for that. Uh, The next podcast was actually really fun because one of my previous guests, Elena Koba, reached out to me. She's like, hey, what do you think about me interviewing you? I was like, oh, okay, sure, let's do it. So she did. And it's funny because when I play it back, I think, gosh, I just rambled and rambled, but I loved how I had, I would say, there are two people that come to mind right away. I feel like there were three people who reached out to me and they said, you know, we've been friends for a while, but listening to that, I really learned a lot more about you, things I never knew about you. So, so that's really the root of what this podcast is about too, is just giving people a platform to share their stories because, you know, once we're gone, we're gone. But if there's a podcast or photos or whatever, then at least someone's legacy lives on a little bit. Okay. Next up, Gail, Gail Patrio. Uh, or Petrillo, I maybe I might have just mispronounced that. Sorry, Kale. She took this story that she kept as a secret for nearly her whole life, and finally, after just this very you know aha moment, decided to turn it into a book. And just how it's helped her, it's helped others. Uh, it's about when she was burned as a toddler, burned badly, and you can't see it. Uh, when she has clothes on because it's, you know, around her abdomen, but mostly, but such a huge part of her body that, you know, she just really went through a lot with this trauma and then kept it as a secret. But now has really liberated herself and others by sharing her story. So I loved uh, interviewing her and really getting to know just how, even when something really traumatic happens, you can turn that into something that can eventually help yourself and help others. So uh, definitely read her book, listen to the podcast. That that was a good one. Next up, Laura Pendleton Miller, such a cool lady. I met her uh, actually originally through my husband because uh, he built her home several years ago. But when I found out that she had started the Blue Lotus Artists Collective Gallery, a gallery dedicated to showcasing black artists uh, and my husband and i went to um, an opening there i was just so impressed how this woman who was a financial advisor took this brand new avenue of along with other people uh, a team of people created the blue lotus artist collective and how it's just so important to have an opportunity to showcase their work and the work that's theirs curated so well, and um, definitely check it out. It's on Pennington Street downtown next to City High School. And then I had the opportunity to speak with Vanessa Wingerrath, wild woman photographer. She was very cool. She actually uh, learned about the Wander and Muse podcast through a previous guest, Lex Jurassic. So it was really cool for Vanessa to reach out to me and uh, I'll have to give her a little plug. She also was the first person to give me a tip through my <laughs> tip cup at the bottom of my world website. So I was really grateful for that. I, I love that. I, there was something in my tip cup. Yay. <laughs> so that was really kind of her. And I loved her story, how she's really giving women an opportunity to just feel free to be comfortable in their naked body and to capture uh, this stage of their lives, uh, regardless of what they end up doing with these photos that now they have their own personal legacy of, okay, that's how I looked when I was 30 or that's how I looked when I was pregnant. And then she also does these very cool, you know, Shakti yoga retreats and, uh, Really interesting uh, philosophies about birthing, and so I just really enjoyed talking to her and getting to know her a little bit better. Then to wrap up the first season of my uh, Wander News podcast, I had the privilege of talking with graphic designer Katie Ormsby, and I actually originally uh, worked with her many years ago, and. I was a writer and editor and she was a graphic designer for a tourism marketing company where we both worked. And uh, now we're working with each other again, which is a lot of fun, but it was so cool because you think, oh, graphic design, that's someone sitting at their computer and you know making something look good. No, <laughs> there's so much more to it than that. There's the psychology of color and fonts and just the way she even got, Uh, some of the clients and how that was so much fun. And her style is just a lot of fun. I really enjoy just kind of getting to know more the behind the scenes of what goes on in her head when she sits at her computer and creates these really fun, lively uh, graphic designs, fun logos, brand packages. She does all sorts of things, so super talented. So thank you, if you're still listening, thank you so much as i recap my very first season of wandering muse with heather i would love it if you right now went over to wherever you listen whether it be on spotify or apple podcasts and subscribe see in order for me to be able to monetize where i do host red ads and that sort of thing i need a certain number of subscribers so i really would love even if you don't continue to listen, which you should. (laughs) No, but I would really be grateful if you went ahead and subscribed. And then I also have, uh, I'm always a little bit slow about it, but I also have a YouTube channel for Wander and Muse. And you can go ahead and follow me there too. Um, And Wander and Muse is on uh, Facebook and on Instagram as well. So feel free to uh, follow those. The best thing to do is to head over to wanderandmuse.world and that's where I have all my social media links. I have all the information about my past podcast guests. So for 2024, I'm going to take just a brief break and then I am excited to start interviewing people again. If you have someone in mind, um, please contact me at Heather at wanderandmuse.world I'd be happy to uh, consider them for uh, a guest on my podcast Uh, if you have any feedback if you want to leave a review I'm open to that too and by all means if you enjoy listening to these podcasts if you always feel a little bit inspired or if it triggers that creative spark or if you're one of my uh, guests who has drummed up new business because of being on my podcast I'd be super grateful if you put something in the tip jar at the bottom of my wanderandmuse.world website. Thank you so much for listening. Go out there and create something today.